Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have built this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. Based on All right, welcome back to another episode of, in no particular order, the most listened to podcast on the True Story Based on Fiction Podcast Network. I am Evan, the third host, and I'm joined by always on the show by D-Mac. What's up, bro? Yo, 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 what's good, what's good? Man, everything's everything, man. Uh, I know you missed out last month due to some scheduling conflict. A conflict, but but I did try to hold that shit down for you, man. And um, I talked about before we get to the main topic, people um, in the audience. Uh, l- last month I did my deep dive on certified level boy and da 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 da. So I will give you the floor if you want to give your thoughts on those two albums. If you don't, that's fine too. But if you do, go right ahead, my guy. certified level boy was. It was okay. It was alright. It was alright. I, I, at first, I kind of draw got drawn into the hype with everybody else and what uh everybody was because everybody was just driving for Drake album, driving for Drake album. I'm just kind of the only thing I'm gonna say about that album is it doesn't go with the title. It's not like like you would think he would have some songs on there. Him being, I don't say being a dog, but being a lover boy. You know what I'm saying? Being a ladies man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It wasn't even on that level. It was kind of like, he's talking about the industry on one. He's talking about, uh, uh, Kanye on the other. Or was it Kanye? Yeah, Kanye on the other. Yep. He's talking about, uh, people. Yeah, he's just talking about people in general. Uh, a little bit, maybe one, one or two female tracks. Not too many, really. There wasn't too many female tracks on there. Like, when I mean by female, not like, uh, uh, what's that, what's that one song with, uh, Lauren Hill, uh, sample? Uh. Oh, uh, without a follow, without a mention, is it now? Next yeah. for what? Yeah. Uh, next for what? Yeah. Next for what? Yeah. He had one of those. That's what I was looking for. Cause you, you, on that album, I would say there's, there's not a, uh, uh, a club banger. Like he, you yeah. don't got the, you don't got the jump off on that one. You don't, you don't got the, uh, not jump off. You don't got the, uh, what's the, what's the other one? Uh, Kiki. Yeah, yeah. That one, you don't got that one on there. Uh, else? You don't got, he, yeah, he just didn't have, like, he could call me on my cell phone. Right. He, he didn't have that, that, uh, type of beat on there. Like what? type of, Song on there. Well, uh, he tried, and I guess it was a hit because people like anything he put out with that uh, song with Future and uh, somebody else. Gun on somebody that I'm too sexy for my shirt. That whack ass bullshit. Yeah, that whack ass shit, whack as hell. But yeah, I mean, as far as my, um, I mean, as far as my. My statement to that, pretty much his album is, just, yeah, it was alright. It wasn't all that. It was like, uh, now Donda, I'm gonna be honest with you, I haven't even really, I probably <laughs> listened to maybe two songs off that album. Other than that, I can't get into it, cause it's just everywhere. And the one, I think, the one song that I heard, that it shouldn't even came out. Yeah, But yeah. he, he, and that, that song was cold. With Andre's three sex, and it shouldn't even came out, but he won't try to bring it out and then put another verse on there just because he's trying to come at Drake because Drake came at him. I'm like, this is stupid. So, with him, with, yeah, Donda, yeah, Donda could have just, he could have just kept that shit to himself. Like, I, I'm so done with Kanye, man. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. Same, bro. Hey, I'm done, man. Hey, um, you and I, were some, were some of the first Kanye fans, man, like, back in, like, high school's senior year. And, like, see, uh, 
not to go off on a tangent on this shit, but some some people are like ride or die fans, but I'm not because I feel like me being a fan of a person or anything is a two way street. So I will be your fan and ride for you as long as you're doing your end of the bargain and putting together uh, art that I fuck with. And mm. Kanye has done that now in about like like ten years almost because like his last album that although I didn't think it was his best. But his last like really good album was motherfucking uh, uh, Twisted Dark Fantasy. Like that, like 2010-11, I want to say. Yeah. So he's been trashed for like ten years now. Uh, yeah, you guys are really right. And that was my favorite. That was pretty much his last one. My my shit Twisted Dark Fantasy. And other than that, I can't listen to not man one. That Yeezy, Yeezus, that shit was trash. Uh, Pablo was uh, decent. It was, yeah. Well, I had a lot of skips. A lot. <laughs> I, I can't. Man, that man, he just, yeah. I, I feel bad. Now I feel upset and kind of angry, actually, to being a fan, thinking like, oh, this dude going to be the next dude and to see him coming up. But I would never think this dude would come up to lose his goddamn mind, though. I literally, like, he ain't into what, nothing with the fuck going on. Yeah. And then I could give dedicating, you know what I'm saying, with the song to your mom and all that. But he's trying to be all gospel-y and all this. And I'm like, he don't even know what the fuck even going on in the world, let alone. That's what let me know. I'm just like, this dude's so removed from yeah. what's going on. Yep. 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 Totally. Yeah, kind of remind me uh-huh. when T.I., T.I., Tiny, uh, two chains when they went to his little gospel thing or whatever when uh-huh. he was a little pastor and stuff like that and he was just like Tiana was like shit it was like he they would do was asking us for money we like we got three four millionaires in here and he up here looking at us like we about to come <laughs> like we got to put out for the church offer like we probably <laughs> 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 supposed to put the money in here put our money to the church right just because we out, we out here making money. He said we would have passed it with talk to us. Like, that shit crazy. That's why I was just like, I don't know what's going on, Kaya. I think you could be saved and all that. You know what I'm saying? That's great. That's, that's awesome. But, dude, what you're doing and the way the moves you're making is crazy. Yep. Crazy. <laughs> uh, Kanye is to the point, man, where I think he needs to be like one of them, uh, what they call it? Sinquarians, like where or like the people who are are uh mentally ill go. Yeah. He need to be one of them at this point, bro. Uh he's definitely one of the biggest fall offs in music to me. Like of all of all the potential that he had. But um so you didn't listen to enough of Donna to like to really give it a, a, a nah. number score, but for certified level boy. How many uh drunk Iron Man's do you think that you would give it? I'm gonna say six. I, I I'm pretty sure that that's what I gave it to, man. And like yeah. <laughs> I, I totally agree, man. Like just just to like to uh to like reiterate your points. Yeah, it's the biggest problem with it is the same thing that you said. Um it's called Certified Level Boy, but the album didn't back up that I mean look, the songs on the album didn't back that up because I think what happened was, because, you know, uh, this album should have came out last year. And then, like, he got hurt and shit, so, like, he kept pushing mm-hmm. it back. And then, like, as he pushed the shit back, I think he got distracted with the shit with Kanye and everything. So, it's like, he just changed the whole concept of the album to the point where he should just change the fucking title. But, exactly. because, uh, he was saying that, uh, he called it Certified Lover Boy. Basically, it's like a tongue in cheek reference to how, this is gonna be his old the toxic fuckboy masculinity and shit. Or like on a song where he's like, I get along better with your friend. That's some fuckboy shit. Like he was uh blaming her because he wanna fuck her friend. <laughs> and making it her false. So like that song did follow um that topic. And then like he had like this other one where he was like, a pipe down. Pipe down fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pipe down is probably um it's probably my favorite song going because that song went with the concept of the album the most because uh, every, everything that went wrong in the whole shit with him and the chick he was talking about, he put it all on her. He said, he said it, 
if you was ride a dollar, you should be dead right now. Yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that uh, I also gave it a, a six. But um, so we'll segue right we'll segue right to the actual topic of this episode because I I'm pretty sure we said this at the end of the last time we recorded that this was gonna be our no limit cash money summit. So we're going to talk about just basically have a deep dive. We're going to unpack the whole uh, legacy of no limit and and cash money that took over for the nine nine and the two thousands. <laughs> Which is a more accurate saying than when uh, Dr. Dre said that this is the millennium. This is the millennium. Yeah, this is a millennium of aftermath, and ain't gonna be nothing after that because uh, aftermath had a good five year run. Uh, yeah. Whereas Cash Money, in some way, shape, or form, because like, we're just talking about somebody who's Cash Money, Drake. Yeah, that's true. And Cash Money has been consistent. They have different errors, but in some way, shape, or form, Cash Money has been around since then, for the whole 2000s. But it all started... I'm sorry, I'll go ahead. I'll go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, but it all started with uh Percy Miller. Who I believe the story is the the legend goes that he had some type of uh, slip and fall in like a grocery store or some shit, and then uh, he got a settlement and he and he flipped that money to start his own record label called No No Limit Records. Yeah. To where he he basically gave record deals to himself, his bro his brothers, and some actually good rappers, and they had a decent run. So like yeah, first let's talk about No Limit. Um, so firstly, uh, <laughs> I told I told you this on text like the other day, but I think that we can both agree that Silk the Shocker is probably yeah, one of the right. worst popular rappers because other rappers would be worse than him that weren't popular, but one of the worst popular rappers. Yeah, I know. I yeah. Because every time I listen to that shit now, I'm going to be like, what the fuck was I listening to? That's one, that's one dude I'll be like, when it ain't my fault, come on. The only person you want to listen to is mystical. Yeah, that's it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bro, it was like Silk was fighting against the beat purposely. Yeah. It was like he was in a boxing, a boxing match with the beat that he was bobbing and weaving. <laughs> <laughs> And then Silk was, back when we were coming up, bro, Silk was so fucking popular. It could be because, like, he had swag and shit, like, he was a cool, like, just like he was a cool guy. So, maybe his personality and his whole persona got him. And also, he was, like, a young bull. So, like, the women liked him because, like, he was, like, a little young heartthrob of the whole, of the whole crew. Yeah. So, that could have played into it, too. But in terms of rapping ability... This motherfucker is terrible, bro. <laughs> but I, now, no limits process, which worked at that time very well. They will fucking flood the streets, motherfucking flood the streets. They had like a new release every fucking week. Like uh, the same artist put out an album every six weeks. It felt like. Yeah. Basically, they were trying to figure out. Uh, from recording Master P, I forgot how you said it. They were just trying to out his whole thing was basically if I'm gonna own the company, the more money, the more stuff I push out, the more money we make. And that's why he was like, okay, we're gonna crank one out at least every month. Somebody, uh, album gonna be coming up out of here. Cause I forgot how many, how many, cause everybody went platinum. Yeah. So I'm yep. trying to think what. I forgot how many albums total he actually like sold within that year. It, it was some, it was an insane number. Yeah, sure. I, I know it was over a hundred. Yeah, I, was I would say it's probably at least a hundred million because he yeah, was, it was, it was, it was dropping like crazy, bro. Now, uh, I never heard that story because, uh, admittedly, you are a bigger historian for uh Percy than I am. Um, so like, you'll definitely be uh able to take point on that, but. Um, but basically what you just said though, that's kind of strange to me because I feel like 
Oh, no, no, no. Well, I was going to say it was strange, but uh, this is how Cash Money and No Limit are the same. I was going to say it's strange that he thinks he'll get more money by putting out all these albums back to back to back because he got to pay niggas. But he wasn't paying niggas. So, so he had free labor. So, yeah, so that doesn't make sense. What are you talking about? Uh, P? Both of them, but right now, P. P paid, folks. Nah, P, P paid, folks. That was the thing. He paid Pimp C. No Limit. I was, I was watching that No Limit, uh, what do you call it? It was a No Limit. Uh, uh docu-series? Yeah, docu-series. That's on BET. And that was one of the things where, like, what, uh, Snoop, even Snoop saying, like, because Snoop said he was just getting, like, $50,000 a month thinking that that was money and it was coming from Shug because Shug was just breaking them all junk chains to what he was actually getting and incorporating with as an artist you're probably getting way more money than that so you would be getting to do 50000 and you're like oh, man I got the money and in real life you're supposed to be getting damn near almost close to a quarter a quarter of a meal to you know half a meal if any and he was just basically slowly like breaking them off money. So when Master P came in, and because Master P had to go to the prison to basically buy buy him from the buy his contract out from Shug, because mm-hmm. Shug didn't want to let him go. And whatever the number was, I don't know, it was a couple mil. It wasn't and literally just wrote the check right there, or not even write the check. He was like call his people, his people call Shug people, boom, money in there, boom. So you with me? And how he met with Snoop, because Snoop was that with priority. He ran into him in priority records. Yeah, because that, that was the distributor of No Limit, right? Yep. And it was a distributor of, uh, of, uh, Death Row. Call it, uh, Death Row, yeah. And then that's the reason why, because he was like, man, I'm about to pull out this song called Blank This. And it was basically this good. But, man, he, he say that, but he did say, I'll say this, like, he saved Snoop, for real. Yeah. He saved a couple. He saved a couple folks, like writing checks and shit, because he was just writing checks and not even caring because he had the money. Money was coming in. He had he that money. Money back because he didn't pay my nigga Pimpsy. <laughs> I don't know about that Pimpsy. That that's uh, in the Pimpsy yeah. book, bro. Like like five different people, and like that's why he that's why he pissed with Pimpsy because Pimpsy called him out on not getting paid. Not damn. Yeah. And then when uh. Pimp C gave him his best songs. Like, his five best songs are all fucking Pimp C beats. Uh, like, to me, his best song that, that everybody sung in fucking sixth grade was How Could It Be? Somebody took my bar from me. That shit was oh, yeah. cold as fuck. And Pimp C had the best verse on there, and Silk had the worst verse on there, by far. Yeah, I really miss my homie. That that shit was cold as fuck, and then, and then Pimpsy also uh, people in the audience. I know you don't comment, but if I'm wrong, is correct me. I'm pretty sure he also uh, did this is for the Bourbons in the Cadillac. That shit was also right, cold yeah. as fuck. Yeah. Two songs are still slapped to this day. To this day. <laughs> to this day. <coughs> But yeah, also too in the uh, docu series, the guy uh, Master P ended up meeting with Birdman and Swim. Uh huh. And that was before Cash Way before Cash Money. He met up with them to talk because they wanted to talk business because they know he was coming up in New Orleans. Yeah. He was just like, oh, blah 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 blah, but it didn't go nowhere because who I forgot who was with who was with P. He was just like, nah, man. He he said he just he put it this way. He said they were their own man. They was already trying to make moves and third. That's how he put it. Like he was already trying to be a boss. You can't have two bosses trying to, you know, correlate. You know, yeah, what I'm saying trying yeah. to get stuff done because he was like how he was making moves and how he was talking. He was trying to be a boss, and he was like it wouldn't work. Hmm. So and, that and that's and that's what he said. They had that meeting and that was it. And that was like early. Yeah, it was like early. That was right when Pete was jumping off, mm-hmm. but they 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 didn't have a label. Cash Money didn't have a label yet. Gotcha. So then, so that conversation, in a sense, kind of birthed Cash Money then. Yeah. Because it said, like fucking Thanos said on like the end of uh, I think the second 
Avengers. I'll do it myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we shift gears to uh, Cash Money taking over for the nine, <clears throat> of the nine nine in two thousand. Uh, at, at a certain point, the roster got a little bloated, but it still had like some some, some heavyweights because uh, Mystical was one of the best signings ever of rap because he changed the game. His style was his own. Um, he had good songs that sounded like the, the quality of his song sounded better than the quality of anything else on that whole label, in my opinion. And uh, he, he had great albums. Then, uh, like a lot of the uh, 90s, so people and then uh, see our recent episode uh, about female MCs. The 90s was actually a really good time for female MCs because uh, that's when like he had me an X. I mean, X was cold. Yeah, you go. I remember somebody in life, I forgot. Somebody used to rag on me about that because I was like, that was one of my favorite female rappers, and they was like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm like, you act like she was like a scroll, like she could spit. Yeah, yeah. But the downfall of women's rap in general, and it was pre- it was prevalent now, and it's prevalent back then. Is the fact that for people to take women rappers seriously, they gotta be physically attractive and be nasty. Mm-hmm. But women like say Mia X, Missy Elliott, a Chat, a Gangster Boo was, was spitting real gangster shit. So people didn't take them as seriously because, like I said, if, if they ain't thin with big asses, talking about popping their pussies and sucking dick. People didn't take him seriously. Yep. And and that goes on to this day. Because people always say, uh, what's her name? Uh, people say that in terms of actual skills and technique, people say that uh, Jean Grey is like, one of the best, or not the best female rapper out. But I can't take one fucking a Jean Grey song. Me neither. But like real hip hop heads always talk about her. But, uh, and then, um, I mean, this might upset some people, but Max P is probably the second wacky person on his own label. I don't know about that one. <laughs> I well, don't get me wrong, he ain't the lyrical, no, he ain't no lyrical genius. He just literally just make himself rhyme and make himself correlate, but I don't think he's the second one, though. P was a good beat and hook picker. I'm talking about actual skill, cause uh, was P better than Fiend? Nah, Fiend was better than him. Nah. Okay. Was was P better than me X? Nah, nah. Was P better than Mystical? Nah, he wasn't better than Mystical either. Was P better than Silk? <laughs> That's only one he was better than. Yeah, he was better than Silk. Was P better than C Murder? Nah, he wasn't bad. So those, like, those are the main ones, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, and Snoop. Was he better than Snoop? Oh, no, he wasn't bad. Okay, so P is second from the bottom. Of all, like, the big names. Yeah, because lyri- lyri- lyrical folks is really Snoop, Mystical, Meg, and I put Fiend in there. Fiend can spit. Yeah, and but, C. Murder, he didn't really have, like, 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 the beat picking, the beat picking, or 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 the hook, but like he was just so raw. Yeah, that's that's why his shit. Yeah. Well. And and that nigga wasn't lying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then uh, P was able. P is one of the best motherfuckers ever. And taking his opportunity and, and like his time in the spotlight and running with that shit. He had fucking uh movies that as a kid were good and then it was so crazy because like a rapper, a popular rapper had, had all these movies out and then it was also cool that they weren't really in theaters so he had to track them down. So like hope the tape trader was going around like trying to find a bootleg and shit. Yeah, yeah. And then eventually he got theaters with uh with Foolish, right? Uh, Foolish was in theaters, 
And wasn't I got the hookup? Yeah, I got the hookup. Yeah. Because like, he had about five or six movies. Because the fucking Hot Boys, Hot Boys was not in theaters. Nah, I wasn't sorry though. I like Hot Boys. As a kid, I like Hot Boys. But I, that, nah. don't, <laughs> bro. Uh, Hot Boys had like some fucking star power. Could have had like fucking Clifton Powell in that shit. And they had fucking Gary Busey with them big ass teeth up in that bitch. But the thing about Hot Boys, bro, it was five movies in one. It had like had different episodes where it changed the whole plot up. Cause, cause like in the beginning of the movie, Silk, Silk got into selling drugs because like a girl got kidnapped or like her, her, her girl has, his girl getting blackmailed or something like that. Then he fixed that whole plot line, but then he kept selling drugs. And then it turns into like a murder mystery. Or then it turns into like a crime movie. It's like five movies in one. Uh, last time I saw it, it was on uh, Amazon Prime video. And like it probably still is. Hell no. Uh, I'm, if it's on Amazon Prime, I'm going to check it out. See if it's still on there. I would advise against it, my guy. <laughs> oh, just keep 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 my dreams. Yeah. <laughs> uh shit, but let me take a look real quick and see uh if it's on I don't think it is. it it might still be. Uh, I don't think it is. Oh 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 maybe no rent or buy. So you can get it on there but like not not it included. <laughs> Three ninety nine to buy. It. But Master P is one of the best businessmen in the hip hop in our hip hop culture because he he's been able to say somewhat relevant since he's been out. Although like his, his fucking label ain't been shit musically, and like he's been trying to fucking wrong for the longest time, and then he had the new No Limit that was all trash. Yeah, that shit was trash, yeah, trash. Shit, like, what was that one song you put out? Like, uh, was it Wobble? That was Wobble, Wobble. That shit was Chopper. Yeah, that yeah, shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was good. It was kind of corny, but it, 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 it was, I mean, to me, it was good then, but if you listen to it now, it'd be like, eh. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I forgot why he did the moon only. Oh, I know. It was all money. Yep. It, it, by by selling his company to be yeah. selling it and then you know bring it back. Now it's gonna be a new. You doing all that flipping and flopping and all yep. that shit. Yep. And then, uh, what people, if you really deep dive uh, like your nerd shit, you will recall this. Uh, the other cool thing that he did was he had uh. Swole and the WCW had fucking no limit for had their own fucking wrestling uh, stable. Like, remember that shit? Yeah. So, <laughs> he had his finger in a whole bunch of pies. <laughs> and most of them were at least decently successful. But where he fucked up at, though, was too, was when he tried to do his basketball shit again. Yep. And then. He started forgetting about something. Yeah. Okay, they did say this. I forgot this. This you right about the not getting paid. He 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 wasn't paying them at that point because the producers weren't getting paid. Yeah, and, uh, a whole bunch of folks weren't getting paid because he out there trying to live out his hoop dreams and shit. And that's how they kind of put it. He kind of just left the company on like on like on sleep mode, trying to pull some P Diddy shit. Yeah, and I was like, you, you can't do that. And then after that, everything went downhill. First, the producers left, and then the producers took one artist, and then after that, everybody was like, boom, bye, boom, 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 boom. And then before you know it, you'll be pimping out your son, Romeo. Pimping, <laughs> pimping the fuck out this motherfucker. Like, the fact that he's so normal now is a surprise, because, uh, yeah, he pimped the fuck out his son, and his son was, could never rap. The songs he put out was, was worse than Lil Bobba. Because Bobba had a couple of good songs, but fucking Romeo yeah. had no fucking good songs, bro. It was straight trash. And like, yeah, that, that one song called, or that one album called Ghetto Postage. 
Yeah. <laughs> that gotta be the dumbest shit ever. Yeah. <laughs> Ghetto postage. Ghetto postage. Might as well fuck. What the fuck they even, what the fuck that shit even mean? Yeah, I forgot. Every track on there was like, it was only one track that was good. I think the rest of them was like trash. Cause that when he started going down, and because this is a perfect segue, my guy. So when this shit started happening, it gave the people they had that conversation with the kind of shun the perfect opportunity to take their whole fucking template and take it to a whole now by level. Cause uh, fucking Cash Money came out with the same fucking Kinko's level album covers, like the the straight up first before fucking Photoshop covers, and it came out. With banger after banger after banger after banger after banger after banger, and they, and they still, like I said, uh, jump are on point to this day, to this day, because uh, cause Cash Money came out hard, bro. Cause they had a hot boy, they had a big timers, they had fucking juvenile by himself, then they had fucking uh Turk, they had Cash Money did it to me. I think Cash Money did it right because they. They they did it right because of uh one because of longevity, two they well their longevity lasted but the but the longevity didn't last because of it, it well let me let me rewind back a little mm-hmm. bit before I jump again so basically yeah you had Kurt you had BG, BG Lil Wayne uh Juvenile then you also Manny Fresh is doing all the beats. All the fucking beat. Him finding Manny Fresh was one of the best fucking master strokes of any fucking label ever. And Manny Fresh don't get his flowers. And then Manny Fresh don't even produce now because he's still fucking mad at fucking uh Baby, I feel like. If Baby would just pay Manny Fresh out of anybody. Yeah. The whole cash money would still be uh be a fucking apart. I mean like be uh a fucking unit to this day, cause uh it, like in People don't agree with me, but the Carter one was a classic and probably the best of the Carters to me because it was all fucking Manny Fresh and Wayne. Besides, I think I had two tracks by fucking Jazzy Faye. But that team of fucking Wayne at that point and Fresh at that point was a fucking match made in heaven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For real. Because that motherfucker from the... And, and, that was a concept album. Like he, he took you all the way through like the Carter building, like off fucking New Jack City. Yeah. And his name, last name was Carter, so it had different levels to it, bro. Oh shit. But that's getting obviously ahead. But yeah, but uh, the first Cash Money song that came out and made a dent that I remember. Cor- uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Was uh. Huh, right? Was that a uh, hum by fucking Juvenile? Yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because. Hum by Juvenile. Yeah, that was the first one. And then I wanted to say BG did have one. Or maybe I might be wrong. But it might have been high and then it went straight to Back That Thing Up. No, no, Back That Thing Up, I, I think it was on a different album. Because I, cause I feel like it was huh? And then the fucking Hot Boys came out. And then fucking, uh, Oh, uh, back to that ass with Cam. I, I might be wrong though. Like, no, no, I don't, I don't, back to thing, back to that ass up is on the same album. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. It's on the same album. It's on that 400, 400 degrees. Yeah. So, and then the crazy part about Cash Money, and people might get mad about this too, this might be a hot take, but I think it's true. They brought out the safest person first who had two hits, but Juvenile wasn't nearly the, uh, like the best nigga like in their crew. He might have been the weakest, but he had. But if he that cold with two fucking hits like that, and then like that's a fucking appetizer, bro. Yeah, for real. He he was the nah, he was the coldest. I know nah, I like the BG too. BG was just kind of like smooth way. He yep. was kind of like a C murder in a way. Yep. But he he had the lyrics though. He had a couple lyrics lyrics in there that kind of smoothed it out and but he told you how it was real so that's why I, I like the BG uh Lil Wayne wasn't Lil Wayne yet he but wasn't the new Dwayne that we knew he was high for a child rapper who didn't talk about yeah. child shit he's probably the first child rapper 
We're talking about thug and fucking from 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 jump. He was like ten years old talking about fucking. Yeah, for real. Nah, I think about that shit crazy. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, for <laughs> every other child rapper, like I think the fucking Bow Wow and Bow Wow and Wayne might be the same age, <laughs> and they have completely nah, different right. uh, fucking uh, career paths. That is crazy if you think about it. Damn, that's crazy if you think about it. <laughs> that is fucking yeah. crazy. Um, now, unlike No Limit, in the initial Cash Money crew, they had no weak links. Yeah. Because Turk might have been like the weakest at that point, but like Turk was so cold. Like Turk still fucking yeah. held his own. His album. I like his album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And the story of Cash Money, the the initial run, is the story of Baby's Hubert because from he jumped, Baby said he, said he ain't paying nobody. But he had all these stars, and he could have kept them happy, but instead of keeping them happy, he, he finessed them because they were young, and he wanted to follow the hood rules. So, like, I ain't going to pay you money. I'm going to say this car is a gift, but low-key, this is your payment. A car that you didn't pick out, and, the, and when you couldn't have the choice of how, how, how to spend your own money, I make the choice for you, but that's your payment. Yeah. <laughs> All baby had to do was like pay them niggas. A little bit. I, I don't, and that's why I, I don't understand, man. Like, pay, if you would have paid BG, BG, I think you would still would have left, but you would have left a little longer. And if you would have paid Judy, Judy would have been there probably the wheels fall off. Yeah. And then Manny Prez, who's your beat maker, that I just found out he don't sample shit. No. He was in his uh, interviews and he said he probably only sampled one song out of all the beats he made. But he know how to configure stuff to make shit sound like it, but if you, how he can make it sound and he add other stuff into it, he said the sample, you don't need to clear no damn sample because it's literally a whole new song if you do it a certain way. And how he did that, that was ingenious. Cause, yeah. Because I, I, a lot of people don't, they don't got the skill set to do that. And him, man, that's why I wasn't, he should have kept him. And then you did, he did an album for you. I did a big time of. Gate up, boys, That's your cold stuff. Matter of fact, who was the Birdman? It was, I don't even know what interview. Oh, uh, because he was in an interview with, uh, um, uh, the All Out show, and mm-hmm. it was like a year, year or two ago. And he was saying how was man when they were clowning him, because he was saying they was looking at him crazy, because he was like, dude, you can't be saying no shit like that on the radio. You know what I'm saying? What? It was like, it sounded like he was clowning. Think about it. Gate up boots and all that, uh, ain't paid my rent and all that. Yeah. I forgot, <laughs> but I'm still fly. But niggas can relate to that shit. Like, especially I pay my rent, but all my money spent. Yeah. Niggas can relate to that shit, bro. He was saying how baby and then was looking at him like, yo, hell no. Nah. It was like, most of them be laughing at us. Because that's how, if you think about it, at, at that time frame, you know, you ain't talking about no gangster shit. You ain't talking about no businesses that third. You really just kind of like talking about life and you just making a joke with it. Everybody was rolling with it. And it's when that thing went platinum. He was like, motherfucker, he was like, shh, fuck it, you know, throw out some more shit like this. <laughs> it was relatable, bro, because uh, people who come from the hood and then make it, right, they think about fucking stunting all the time, but don't think about the struggle or how we all have been to where even if we ain't making it, we make it look like we are making it. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just yeah. for the job we want, like that type of shit. And that song was really about that. That's why everybody fucking love that song, because it was relatable. Yeah. Can't pay my rent because all my money spent. How many motherfuckers have been in, in that situation? So that shit was genius, bro. And, and then, and then, like I said, if you gonna pay anybody, bro, pay the mastermind, bro. Cause, cause like fucking Manny Fresh to him, even if everybody else left, they can bring in new motherfuckers. Is it how fucking Manny Fresh do the hooks and the, and the beats? And you still gonna have hits. Yeah, that's crazy. Then, my whole thing is, too, once everybody left, then you get Wayne, he's the only one there. 
Yeah. And he, you know, he about to do his last album, and he said, you don't really know what's going on. But then he got people hollering at him, like, like, uh, Jay-Z, Dan yeah. Third. He had a couple posts, like, blah, 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 blah. I think Drake? Yeah, it was literally in his ear, like, yo, don't roll with me. He was down third, Birdman was like, hell no, nah, I'm about to say, hey, you can have this son, I'm going to give you this car, I'm going to give you this money, I'm going to name you CEO. <laughs> that was a good business move, too, yeah. I mean, that shit was a great business move by uh, a baby. Yeah, as soon as he did that, then after that, boom, he was just, man, I want to say he was really pipping out uh, Lil Wayne, but Lil Wayne, you damn, he was... <laughs> Coming at the what was it? Yeah, the father and son album. Then you had you had the Carter, then the Carter two, then the Carter three. Then I want to say you had the was the five five time five five star stunner or five something stunner or some shit that Birdman put out on his album. And I know Wayne helped him with that because yeah. Birdman ain't ain't, ain't bust my legs like that. So man, he was on fire. That's why I was like, that's when Lil Wayne hit the height. And then when the Power 3 hit, that's when he was like, yo, I'm about to produce and do my own label and shit. But it, the label's gonna need cash money, but they still was cash money artists. Young money still cash money artists. Yep. That, so that's when the, the new generation came. <laughs> but that's smart, because even if Baby only get 15% of their shit, if, if you got Nicki and Drake and Tiger, you're gonna be fine getting 15% of, of, uh, of those three. Yeah. Cause Drake, even if people don't, don't call Drake a rapper, but Drake is signed to a rap label, label, and he's had the longest run out of everybody without having a real big fall off. Yeah, yeah. If you think about it. And Wayne also, I mean, you could say that Wayne might even be more of a good person picker than a baby is, cause, uh, Wayne picked the top two rappers. Of the last 10, 15 years. Well, probably two of the top five. With Nicki and Drake. And then Tiger, like, have a hit, like, every two years. <laughs> well, the Tiger, the Tiger fell off with him, though. I don't think he, I forgot where he fell off with cash money. A lot, but. Money? Because, uh, he. He was on a breakfast club and said that he, he he never saw one payment from Cash Money, even after fucking Rack City, bitch. Rack, Rack City, bitch. Ten, 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 twins on your titties, bitch. Damn. Cause that song also changed the game, cause Ty goes smart. He gave fucking DJ Mustard like his first shot, cause that's, that's the first Mercer song, song I can recall hearing. Yeah, same here. But. Yeah. But like he didn't get one red cent from um, no damn <laughs> So, uh, Baby was smart in a lot of ways by taking that template, that fucking, that fucking a purse he had, and take it to a whole nother level. But he was also, his hubris and like his ego got in the way, because like I said, all he had to do was keep Mandy Fresh happy and keep Wayne happy and pay Wayne. Because he didn't make steps to keep Wayne happy by giving him like his own label and shit, but also pay Wayne. That's all he had to do because anybody else is fucking replaceable. But Wayne and, and fucking Manny Fresh are not replaceable. Because oh, no. that's one thing that fucking Percy didn't have. Like that in-house producer just killing shit that got a, a fucking unique sound. <laughs> but um... Yeah, that's that. That's pretty much all, all that I've got to say about uh, uh, no limit and our cash money. Uh, yeah, you too. I mean, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. That pretty much sums it up. I mean, overall, uh, the dynasty of well, cash money. Well, we already know no limit at all, but cash money is done. Done. I don't care, Birdman. I know he's putting out some folks still or whatever. But I don't even know who the dude, the dude name he has said, but they, they 10 years done. And really, you almost, you could damn it say it was like almost like 20 years. 
20, yeah, 20 plus almost. So, yeah. good. Because. In the 2018, yeah. Yep, yep. yep he really did it like how, uh, people, uh, Master P was talking about. Master P was really saying that he already had in his head, you only gonna be hot for five years. Which is and smart. After that, you done. And I mean, that's another reason why he was pumping them damn CDs out like crazy. Because history tells you that that's true. Mm-hmm. Most most labels or a fucking artist got good fight like like a uh, uh, Nelly, P Diddy, like yeah. P Diddy like the artist. Uh, fucking yeah, like countless times you got like five ten years. Yeah, that shit crazy. But uh, okay. Uh, what should we talk about next time? Because like we should probably go back to um a list because that's typically of course people in like the audience. That's how we do it. What have we done? Uh, let's do uh <laughs> in no particular order. Uh, top five lyric 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 lyrics of the year. The year. The Shit. year. That's gonna be hard. It's <laughs> 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 gonna be hard as fuck. He's gonna go out here trash these days. Oh, we can do it the past five years. Do it the past five years. I mean, no, fuck it. Uh, let's do the year. Fuck it. Okay. Fuck it. That's gonna be an interesting one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm done. Like, uh, I can definitely make it work. Okay, yeah. Top five. So, we're talking not just hot song, we're talking fake lyrics. Just lyrics. Okay. Whatever, whatever the lyrics that's like you've literally been bumping these past, uh, this past year. Roll with it. Roll with it that way. Cause actually, I already got three off the top of my head. Right Which is crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. I ain't got three. Uh, now is this people who are part of actual projects this year or songs? Anything? Uh, like, what's your criteria? Uh, projects and a project song. Don't matter. Okay. All right. Cause it's a, it's a dude that I, I forgot to ask you about and I fucked with him hard. Hmm. He's been out for a minute, man. Money bag, yo. Oh, man. That dude be having me rolling. Every time I be listening to his shit. <laughs> his shit do be funny. Uh, like, yeah, uh, he reminds me, he actually, uh, like, reminds me of a cash money artist from, like, back in the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Cause like that one phrase I forgot what he said in that one some of uh with some of some yo up or some something he was like I'm with my he said I'm like Williams but I'm with my girl but I ain't with my girlfriend and it, it it was funny if you look at the video he literally with these females that he dressed up like William my girlfriend shit <laughs> William who Will, William from you know you know girlfriend the show. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, okay, that's what I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, he, that's he, he, he just looked like Williams, like the black dude all day. <laughs> By the way, uh, um, I, I'm not afraid to admit this, but Girlfriend was a good ass show, bro. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> it was a girl show, kind of, but it's, that shit was it's, a good funny. That shit, yeah. it's just funny as hell. It, it's good. I it's good it. as fuck, bro. Probably I'll the best show that ever came off fucking UPN. Yeah, I've been fucking that shit hard on this. <laughs> shit, like, how many seasons was it? I think it was like five, five or six. That's what I'm thinking too, because I know uh, that they got mad, like fucking Wayne and Brothers, like, they got canceled, like, without having, like, an actual last episode. Yeah, I know. But yeah, okay, um,. Yep, so we'll be back at y'all, you know, doing like an episode where we're going to count down our top five lyricists of 2021 in no particular order, which is a good show to have towards like the end of the year, too, by the way. Yes, yeah, like, oh, yeah. that's a great idea. Um, but yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. Like, we can uh, be out this bitch. You ready? All right, so we'll see y'all next time on the show, man. Uh, until then, do your thing. Y'all be easy. Boom.